All right, welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton, Big E. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are pleased to be welcomed by two very special guests. Uh, first, uh, Justin Yip. Justin, how are you tonight? I'm fantastic. How are that's, you? I, I, that's great. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And also joining us, uh, first timer, as we like to say here at SYP, uh, Patrick Dean. Patrick, how are you? I'm doing great. What about you? Um, I'm living the dream. Uh, SYP creator Scott is not here tonight. Uh, he's off taking hot air balloon classes and learning how to uh, fly a hot air balloon. That's what he's doing on a Tuesday night in Squamish. Um, Clearly not counting the Saturday selections right either. So, d- <laughs> he's, yeah, okay. You got your B for Saturday selections. I, I, I suggest you take it up with him. I don't know if people actually still know that I'm not doing selections right now on Saturday. Oh, Scott's I thought doing, it was you. I'm not, I haven't been doing them recently. Scott's been doing them. So pretty much if oh. you have – I'll just say this now. If anybody listening or anybody watching has any issues with selections whatsoever, take it up with Scott, not with me. You know where to reach him. <laughs> I, I will give out his address if I have to. It will make things a lot smoother. Um, so pretty much, before we actually get into the actual meat of this podcast, I figured we should at least introduce ourselves or at least explain how we know each other. I'll, I'll Selfishly, I'll start with me first. So I know Justin uh, from meeting, at, uh, UBC, meeting him at a UBCO. Um, pretty much, I, I think Justin fell in love with me like the first time he met him. And then uh, I met Patrick while hanging out with Justin, but I don't think Justin wanted me to hang out with him or at least introduce me to Pat because I think he thought I would embarrass Justin being in front of his friends from the city. Uh, I don't know. Again, don't know if there's any truth to this. Um, Justin, how do you know myself? How, how, how would you consider our friendship? Or how, when was the first time you think we met? I think it was at UBCL. And also, how do you know Patrick? Well, we actually met at a hockey game, <clears throat> not at UBCO. No, we met. No, we met before at UBCO. No, we didn't. We we did. I I, I, I think I should tell that story about you <clears throat> at, at UBCO about me meeting you, but we'll save that for later. Okay, but my like <clears throat> my like first memory of you is at the hockey game. Okay, because <laughs> you um what was it you like <laughs> you're like oh I bet you study a lot. And then I just called you racist. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was talking about UBCO and how because I think it was a finals week for you guys, wasn't it? You guys all had yeah. a bunch of finals, so none of you were actually like it was a big deal to get you guys out to the hockey game. And then I'm like, so are you studying a lot? And you're just like, wow, wow. Is it because I'm Asian? Yeah, and it's just like that's not the intention whatsoever. But sure, okay, whatever. Um, and how do you know Patrick? Uh, I know Patrick from elementary school, so know each other for. Many, many years. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Good. I'm glad to hear that. And Patrick, so you know Justin from elementary school. I think I, I think I met you once at SFU, and I was, be, I think it was before I went to Japan, if I, if I'm correct. Yeah, I remember you were talking about it. When, I think it was in the library we met, right? Yeah, like the downstairs. Um, I don't know what actual level that is. That feels like forever ago. <laughs> I know it's like a whole panorama has started and is now maybe <laughs> going to finish possibly uh, since the time we met. So that's cool. Uh, this is more going to be an F1 specific podcast. I, I promised the guys we would talk about F1. We get them on the pod to talk about formula. Eh. That's why I have the hat to you know signify that I I, I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. I know, 
I know what I'm talking about. Um, so I guess we should go. Should I start with the season so far, or just this past week in Baku? Because I feel like, I mean, this past weekend was pretty fun. If you if you had, didn't watch, you really should have. Oh, the race was insane this weekend. Yeah, it was, uh, didn't work out too well for my fantasy team. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. So in case you also didn't know, we have a fantasy team and my ass is just getting handed to week <laughs> after week. Um, yeah, I just had a guy join the league this week and I said I'd give him a hundred bucks if he passes you. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's real. No, that's, that's for real. That's actually real because I, I, so this fast, so I had both the McLaren drivers and both the Ferrari drivers and Ocon and Red Bull racing as my constructor. And, uh, Ocon was out after what the fourth lap? I think it was the fourth lap, yep. yeah. Yeah, fourth lap. That he, you know, with that well-known Renault Alpine reliability. And <laughs> fucking anyways. Uh Justin, are you winning the fantasy league right now? I haven't checked it. You asked me about it more than anybody else, but <laughs> no, Patrick actually passed me this week. Oh, yeah. nice. Good job, Patrick. He was the mega driver. I did play the mega driver, so he's got some room to go. Yeah, okay. so I still I still have like an opportunity to pass him. I put the mega driver on max, and it went from 180 points to 30 <laughs> points in about two seconds. So I really hurt, but yeah, the first uh, thing I like thought about when Max like was like um, about to hit the wall. I just thought of Patrick's mega driver. That was the only thing that like popped. I was so head. depressed. I considered turning the race <laughs> off like, and going back to sleep. I was like, was, I might be able to win this. <laughs> It was a uh, yeah really uh, disappointing weekend for Verstappen fans. Verstappen stands uh, also disappointing weekend for Lewis Hamilton fans like myself. I was kind of rooting for Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. I don't know why. I I, root, I kind of root for him. Like I just I, I root for him as like an underdog because now he's like you know getting. He's not an underdog. Lewis but, underdog? He's not an underdog, <laughs> but I feel like there's like this negative backlash against Lewis. Like, oh, now his cars maybe as good as Red Bulls, <laughs> and maybe now Verstappen can finally beat him. It's like, no, nah, he's still the champ. He still got it. And then he just absolutely cooked his brakes before they even went on the restart in the final two laps. But that's okay. Did you see he um the problem was he hit the switch on it. The magic button. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Because they mentioned that during the broadcast. I don't know if there, I didn't see if there was anything that came out after that, but they mentioned about like Matt, the magic brakes. Like, on, yeah, he on, said on he the flipped the switch to put it like 75% front brakes or something. It just overheated and he yeah. went. So pretty much like I learned about this actually. I studied this for, because I, I knew you guys wouldn't, wouldn't know what it was. So, so I can explain it. So on the back, um, back left of the steering wheel, on the bottom, there's the clutch which is like obviously just how you start. And then the middle is the shift, um, shift up. And then on the top, there's a magic button to put bias towards, like what Patrick said, the bias towards the front um, about, I think about 75 to like 80%. And so that's for warming the, um, the brakes up in like a formation lap or whatever, like a restart. Um, and then when he shifted, his finger slipped and went up and hit the magic button. And so he went into that, um, into turn one with way too much brake power and that's why he, um like essentially just like went straight <laughs> well you could, see, you could see before they even like before the lights went off for the restart like his his tires were all his brakes were already smoking like, yeah just because he he fucked up but they were uh, that wasn't part of it though it was because he turned it off and then he turned it back on yeah apparently uh, it was a whole separate problem yeah 
like that that didn't really affect it too much well you know who else had a problem was lance stroll and his tires as well as max verstappen so we're just waiting for the pirelli report eh? yeah i don't i it's i don't know it's interesting with those tires right because i think they're claiming pirelli's claiming debris was the reason for that but i mean i mean they do that every time though but i i don't know there was part of me like i didn't want to say it before the race but i thought that was a lot at like asking of your tires to go 40 laps like mm-hmm. your hard tires to go 40 laps yeah. regardless but if that's yeah, they were saying it should have been a two-stop race but because of the red flags they changed it yeah oh god you know they they basically because that was uh with a christian horner or one of the somebody from red bull i think said uh you need to bring everybody in red flag this and then mm-hmm. get the tire switch and then we can go back racing again because those tires yeah that was for uh i think it was perez's race engineer Okay, Perez is racing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that that was interesting on Sunday. So Tire Gate is back in F1 <laughs> with Pirelli tires. But shout out Sergio Perez. Shout out Sebastian Vettel. You got a podium with uh, with Aston Martin, which is. Yeah, I'm on your team. I do not know. I don't. I, 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 I did, but then I realized after week one that the Aston Martins are shit. And, <laughs> and, and then Vettel gets a fucking podium, but whatever. I'm not bitter. Uh, and then also uh, shout out Pierre Gasly, who gets another podium too, who's yeah. at, like a really solid uh, driver. And that's why I got his teammate Yuki Sonoda instead for a while there <laughs> until I dropped him. So, you know. Yeah, AlphaTauri looks so good this weekend. I thought they were better than Aston's like to start the year. Like as a as a as a vehicle as a car, I thought Alpha was better than. Yeah, they had like Aston. better potential, and then I think like as races went on, they were actual they're actually able to like mm. show off like that they are better. Anything with those slow corners, both Rebel teams seem to be doing way better than the whole pack. So. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> What do you, what can you say about the Honda reliability, which is like the complete opposite to like the Alpine Renault uh, yep. reliability? Yeah. Um. So right now, as we speak, we do we're doing this Tuesday night. Um. Con- the con- the constructors. I'll start with the constructors first because that's I find that to be interesting. Uh, where is it here? There it is. I'm going. I'm switching from page to page. Uh, Red Bull Racing has 174 points. Mercedes has 148. Mercedes has a lot like that's actually I think still a sizable gap like heading into heading into uh next couple of weeks and heading into the summer stretch I do um, want to point out though Mercedes two worst races were Mon- we're going to be Monaco and Baku though yeah that is true that is true that's not that's not nothing um yeah. I think especially Monaco oh well okay do we want to have the Valtteri Bottas discussion right now do we are we do we want to go into this right now and have this we can talk to you all right well well okay we'll say oh we'll save it later on all right i don't don't want to spoil it for anybody here. <laughs> don't want to tease anything uh ferrari third at 94 points mclaren mercedes 92 points that's a really fun third place battle that's a really it's nice to see for it's nice to see ferrari excuse me uh showing up and actually doing well you love to see that, or at least I do. Um, some people actually think this is like a Ferrari hat, not an F1 hat. But... I was going to say, <laughs> your hat could be taken as a Ferrari hat if you don't <laughs> look at it carefully. I've actually kind of turned into a signs fan like over the last few weeks. I don't know why, but I've just, I've kind of, I've kind of started to, not that I hated him before, I've just started to really like him the last couple of weeks. So 
I've been a fan of science ever since he went on to McLaren there. He's just, I think he's underrated. I think he goes unnoticed, especially like when you have like Lando as your team, like the youngest driver on the grid and like he's doing really well or like equally as um, signs. So then, yeah, same with, um, even same like now, like he's a little underrated. Like he gets surprised when he does really well, I guess. Well, it's the problem, the problem, like, not that it's a problem, but it's like, Ferrari and McLaren have both latched themselves to like two young hotshot drivers and these are our guys and we're going to stick with them, which is partially why Ricardo kind of has the second car. Not that it's a bad car either. It's still a really good car, but it's just kind of like, listen, Daniel, we got this guy named Landon Norris, who's younger than myself and we're going to kind of roll it off with him. Um, Rounding... Uh, I guess I'll round out the top 10. Alpha Towery, 39 points at five. Aston Martin, 37. Also a really fun battle. Uh, Alpine at 25. Shout out uh, Fernando Alonso, by the way, who finished sixth this weekend in Baku. So the old man still got it. Uh, Alpha Romeo Racing got two points right now this season. So I think I was a Geo uh, top 10 finish and then Kimmy finished in the top 10 this past weekend. So that's really cool. And uh, Justin's team, Haas, is now ahead of Williams by m- <laughs> amount of position finishes uh, ahead of Williams. And there, there's your constructors. Uh, Haas and Williams have no points, but just Haas coming. is now ahead. It's coming. Who, who's going to get the, the first point for Haas? I don't think it happens, to be honest. <laughs> Williams doesn't have any points either, and I bank on them to get points before Haas. So I don't, I don't know if it's there. The qu- well, the question is, does Latif? Because like the Haas car is so bad. Like not even, I'm not even, I'm not even referring to just Mazepin or Schumacher. Just the car itself is so awful. The question is, does Latifi get a point before any Haas cars? I think Latifi will get a point before Haas. Yeah. Yeah. I think Latifi can get qualifying pace over Schumacher. Oh, yeah. There's probably yeah. Their current cars in qualifying. I don't think Haas gets anywhere near even seventeenth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I, Haas is so awful. It it's not even funny. Um, we'll get to them later on. But driver standings right now: Verstappen has 105 points. Lewis Hamilton has 101. Sergio Perez is up to third with 69 points. Nice. Uh, Lando Norris, 66 points, fourth. Charles Leclerc, 52 points. Bottas is down to six at 47. Carlos Sainz is 42. Gasly has 31. Vettel is 28. Ricardo is 26. There's your top 10 of, uh, of drivers in the driver's standings. Um, any surprises in the driver's standings right now or any any big shockers? My biggest surprise got to be Lando Norris this year, right? Because he's already got two podiums coming into the year. He was predicted only sixth place, right? So he's already up to four. He's only a few points off Perez, I think, right? Yeah, he's just three he points off third. Perez. I think he was third last week, too. Mm-hmm. And he only just got bumped down this week because obviously Perez won. Well, the well, the other thing, too, is the fact that he had a, a grip penalty because, from what happened in qualifying this past week. Mm-hmm. So he, he started ninth when he was supposed to start sixth. So that's something. But, I mean... I'm a little surprised that Bottas has gone has dropped down so far. Like I know the Mercedes car isn't as good as in years past. Like they don't have DOS this year and all this sort of stuff. But there's no reason why Bottas should be behind a Ferrari and a McLaren. 
I think over the year that will change though, just because he already has. Is it two DNFs? He, I think I, I think I, I think I was doing the calculations. He had six podiums in his last twelve races, or something like seven podiums in his last twelve races, like something ridiculously low, like. That. Yeah. So Justin, is that just the car, or is that bonus? I don't know. I like. I feel like people like expect him to be like a lot higher, and that's why it comes off as surprising because Lewis is doing so well, and like technically they're supposed to have like an equal-ish car like to some degree so i think that's why it like comes off surprising but then like when you really look at like all the actual facts like it does kind of make sense like why he's below mclaren norris did you notice the mercedes drivers had different rear wings this week yeah like yeah they did bodas had the big wing yeah yeah, they may. They, I was gonna say not uh, not Martin Brundle. He wasn't doing commentary, but who uh, Paul DeResta I think was doing commentary this week, and he mentioned that during the race where it's just like Bottas needs to go. He's got the big wing, and or they should and, and they should have got tires on him at the end too, and they mm-hmm. didn't. They they yeah. They were saying maybe it was because they only had one of those small wings, but why would you come to Baku with only one trimmed off wing? Like that makes no sense. Uh, you don't expect Mercedes to be making those mistakes. I feel like Mercedes has enough money to ha- to make a second wing. <laughs> I mean, unless unless they're trying to rationalize getting rid of Bodas, but or maybe they were just testing it out. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I know that they like. I know that they set their cars differently for the different tra- like you set your car different for Monza than how you set it for Monaco, right? Like it's not the same car every week, but. I mean, like, so like you say, Pat, he's got two DNFs. He's got three third place finishes this year. And then he just finished 12th in Baku. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see more, but maybe, maybe that's just. I how just much... we take, we've only had five races, right? Or is it six? Six now. We, we're six, heading yeah, up to round, se- round seven next weekend. Yeah, so two of those were Mercedes' arguably worst tracks of the year. They knew that going in. So what I'm saying is... Oh, did we lose Pat? We had a completely different standard there. Okay. Uh, could you repeat that? Can you repeat that? Because... Uh, we, did I cut out there? You cut out, yeah. Okay, I was saying six races down. We've already had Baku and Monaco, which we knew going into the year, which were going to be Mercedes' worst races. Yes. So if we had those two Austria races that are coming up, I think not not the next race, but the two weeks after that. Yes. And I think we're looking at a completely we're having a completely different conversation. All right. You know what? That's a fair uh, point. That's a fair point. I can't argue with any of that. All all that is logical. Yeah. Uh, I I can't I can't debate any of that. Um, do we? Moving on, do we have any favorite moments from the season so far? Any like highlights from this, like from the past six races that we have enjoyed that really stand out? I mean, I think this past weekend was probably one of the you know highlights of the season so far, where three non podium, three three drivers who haven't finished in the podium so far this season all finished in the podium. Sergio Perez won a race, which was cool. Um, the Sebastian Vettel second place moment was really cool. Any Justin favorite moment that you've had so far this season i don't know if i have a favorite moment i think my favorite moment was is it mazapinspin.com or something like that? <laughs> might have been it might have been mazapin passing lewis and max um or it might have been max max having his tire blown 
just because of fantasy, I'm competitive. <laughs> this this race this race is really exciting for me. I think. Yeah. All right, Patrick. Do you have a favorite moment this season or a highlight from the season well, so far? On, on a joking note, it's it's obviously Hamilton going straight through on that first corner. But more seriously, uh, Perez getting getting the uh, win, winning Baku is what I mean. Because okay. I think he, him just showing how he's adjusted to that car, especially compared to someone like. Daniel Ricardo, who said he's going to need till midseason. I think that's really impressive. All right. We're going to do a, a little, uh, we're going to do a fun game here, or I'm going to call it a fun game. Hopefully it's fun. Uh, we'll go with our underrated, overrated, favorite, and least favorite. Uh, I do want to do, okay, I'll, I'll give you four things to choose from. We can do two of these underrated, overrated, favorite, least favorite. We can, out of the four, you pick two of uh, drivers personalities constructors or circuits so pretty much basically we're going to do our overrated underrated favorite least favorite either drivers or circuits or construct i'll let you guys choose which ones you want you want to do justin and patrick you guys can each pick one i think drivers and circuits is the way to go drivers and circuits justin I don't even understand this game. Like circuits we've done already or just any? No, in general. So pretty much, so Justin, I'm trying not to make it confusing for the bright SFU mind of yours, but (laughs) pretty much it's basically, we're going to do like our drivers and our circuits, our over, our, a circuit we think is overrated, a circuit we think is underrated, our favorite circuit, our least favorite circuit, and then do the same thing for drivers. Unless you want to do something else like personalities or constructors. No, what Patrick said makes sense. We kind of already touched on like the circuits, so. All right, so we'll, maybe we'll do uh, we'll do drivers and constructors. How about that? Okay. All right. Uh, underrated underrated driver, Patrick. I'll start with you. Who's an underrated driver in Formula One right now? Underrated. Well, I mean, I I was gonna say science, but I, I feel like he's already rated, but he's not rated as high as he should be, in my opinion. Okay. I think he gets overshadowed by Leclerc a lot. All right, I'll take that. And then other than that, I was going to say Esteban, o- Esteban Ocon. Just because with that unreliability of the, of the not Renault, sorry, Alpine, he's actually doing pretty well this year, especially with qualifying. Fair enough. Uh, Justin? Um, I agree with the signs thing. I think he's pretty underrated because, like, for, it's like Leclerc is, like, their golden boy. So then, like, like in marketing and things like that, like, he's meant to like be like that main face but i think uh, i want to see gasly's a little underrated like a like not like a lot but like a little bit i feel like i feel like he like he gets a lot of hate and like everyone like thinks of him as like someone who got dropped from red bull and like barely he really did like deserve it in my opinion but like at the same time like he isn't like that bad like he is still like a really good driver like and i think he is kind of showing it um like as the seasons progress too i you guys both took my drivers i was gonna say either science or ghastly i'm i'm also gonna throw in there antonio giovinazzi just uh just a little bit um i i I don't know. I think their car might be a little bit better this year. It looks nicer. I think hot take. Um, Gio, here's the problem with Gio is that he's not, I don't think he's quite in the same class of like the Acons and the Strolls and the Gasleys. Like, I don't think he's quite there yet, but he 
could be there one point. It's also a really tough choice to say who's an underrated F1 driver when you only have 20. How do you think he would do if he was put into one of those other cars, though? I think he. I think he would. I, he would do better. I think if he was in an Alpine. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that he's with an Alfa Romeo, and I don't think he would be. He would. He would not do well with Ferrari. I don't think. Like right now, I I think Sainz and Leclerc are much better drivers than mm-hmm. Gio would be. Yeah, I don't think he's able to like compete at that like higher level like yet. But I think I do see how he could like be perceived as like underrated. That does make sense. Uh overrated f1 driver justin i'll start with you who's an overrated f1 driver oh i want to say i don't know i want to say like max or lewis might be a little overrated i don't know but max uh, yeah i think i think lewis or max might be a little overrated and like they could like overshadow their teammates in like that perspective like a lot all right. Uh, Patrick, do you have an overrated F1 driver? I think Justin knows what's coming. <laughs> uh, I'm not overrated. Uh, I don't want to go with George Russell. <laughs> not oh, no. Oh, go on. Oh, no, I have to. I have no, to. Yeah. He's probably he's underrated, one. if anything. No, he's touted as one of like the next best. Because he is. <laughs> look at him compared, compared to all the other young guys. Because well, he, 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 yeah, I was gonna say he does drive a Williams like that's <laughs> <what I> mean, <laughs> in the Mercedes, he always messes it up. He was in the Mercedes once, and the only reason they messed up was because his, that wasn't even his fault. Yeah, that was his that was just that was a switch set. That was the that was because they did what is it? They tried to do like a double stack and they yeah. just screwed it up. I just think Mercedes and Toto will value him a little too highly. Okay, I think, like, realistically, I think... I think, no, I think he's a good driver. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's rated too high for what he is currently. Yeah, I think there's, like, too much, like, hope in him that, like, he'll be, like, this next, like, really big, like, number one almost type driver for, like, essentially only, like, having one race to demonstrate it. And, like, it could have just been, like, like, he had nothing to lose, really, in that race. Mm -hmm. So, like, there wasn't really any pressure on him as well. He, my hot take, he will win a driver's championship by the end of the decade. Hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. Do you think he's better than Lando Norris? If he if he gets traded oh, to, like, a I Like, right now? Right now? Because Lando Norris is also two years younger. It, Lando Norris was born two weeks after I was. Like oh, really? that, like yeah. that, Like, that's just insane to me that that's Norris is... for us, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Any, <laughs> anyways, I I don't know that Will, Russell's better than Norris right now. I I do, I do think I do think it's very competitive. If you put Russell and Norris in the same car, I think it's very competitive. I think I, it's very close. I I feel like Norris is just a bit better because he's been in the better cars, so he's raced against better drivers. Whereas Russell doesn't necessarily like have that like experience of racing up there with those like mid to like top Mm -hmm. tier teams but i think i think they'd be pretty equal if they had like equal experience but obviously they don't yeah you're completely right because once george russell gets into those situations like most of the time he'll give up the place or he'll crash into bodas like we saw at monza i was gonna say okay i was gonna say in imola in imola Imola, I, i was gonna say at imola 
that was like George. I feel like he was trying to lash. Like that was like he had this good boy reputation, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, would never swear, would never hurt anybody. And then I also feel like just the one time he's like, "No, I'm gonna be a bad boy. I'm gonna be a heel, and I'm going to go over to Bottas and tell him off in his British accent." And <laughs> that's why he. I don't think he necessarily thought it was that bad of a move. I just thought he was. You know, having an, a little bit of an outbreak, which is fine. You're allowed to have that. Everybody. That will happen when you're young with the inexperience, right? Yeah, exactly. You're always gonna think you're right and they're wrong. Uh, favorite F1 drivers. If you have a favorite F1 driver, go and just say it out loud. I I don't care which one of you goes first. Go for it, Justin. I really like George Russell. <laughs> 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 when I would rewatch races, uh, I click his camera and just watch him racing. I don't watch <laughs> the actual race. <laughs> but but other than that, like like as like a racer in like the top tier, like I watch. Uh, what else do I watch? I like yeah. you must you must see a lot of Kimi Raikkonen's car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see a lot of that that livery that that like burgundy livery. I liked I like the livery livery though. I'm not gonna lie. Nice. It looks really Under nice. Um, Patrick, do you have a favorite F1 driver? I'm kind of torn because I'm a, I'm a big McLaren fan. Okay. But my favorite to watch has to be Science. I don't know. There's something about him, and I. Me personally, I feel if he had like the personality of one of these top guys, he'd be getting a lot more respect. Yeah. All right. I, 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 but I, I don't know. I feel like. I'm not. Know, I'm not saying he's great. I'm just saying I like his driving style. Yeah, he's got a really good style. He, he's very smart too, which I have to give him credit for. He is very smart, and the, in part, the part of the reason I say that was back in Bahrain in the first week of the season, where he's like, "Yeah, I didn't drive the car." full on i didn't drive it 100 because i'm still learning it i i don't know what the car is going to be like because you have to remember this is a ferrari and they haven't really been you know the highest achievers of the past few years so like might take it easy to kind of see what the car is like and now that the ferrari is doing well this year and now it's getting better mm-hmm. science getting used to the car more cars are actually performing well the curse the actually getting pole positions a few times which i mean they were red flags but not for, not for nothing. Um, just saying, like the Ferrari and Signs, I think that's a great combination. And I hope it works. I hope it lasts beat with those two. Plus, they changed their powertrain provider this year too, right? So that's even more impressive. Yeah. Um, my favorite driver, I, I don't know. There's only one F1 driver that I outright hate. But... Like, I like a lot of these guys. If I had to pick a favorite, it's probably between, like, Russell and Mick Schumacher. Really? I like Mick Schumacher. No, I... I like Vettel. I just... The Aston Martin thing, I don't think it's going to work as well. Like, it's it's not going to be... I don't think it's as good as people think it is. Mick Schumacher, though... The reason I like Mick Schumacher, he's going to win a driver's championship, probably with Ferrari by the end of the decade, too is the fact that he's like a PR's person dream. He's really nice. He's a bit, you know, good looking guy. 
big name so you can promote that like all the stuff that you know you want out of a person or an f1 driver you got with mick schumacher and his teammate is a complete dickhead who is like the complete opposite of pr nightmare (laughs) and that's why i like schumacher because he's you know outside of just this past sunday he's been rolling with the punches for the haas criticism that they've been receiving and i i i like that about him I like that he's able to roll with the punches and he knows his time's coming eventually. So kudos to Mick Schumacher. I completely agree with you in the terms of like, he'll win the driver's champion at some point. I just think it will happen later than people think. It's really, well, it, it kind of depends. I think on a little, you can see the inexperience in it, but that may just be the house car. I could be completely wrong. I think it's the house car. I also think the, the whole future, I think depends on like the Lewis, Mercedes, what the hell are they going to be doing like in the next couple of seasons? I don't know how long that's. You know what Schumacher's contracts like lengthwise? Uh, I think it might just be for the year. Like oh. I think it might actually it might be for two. It might be for two. I don't think they actually contracts are hard to find in F one, and it's even harder to find salary. But I'm pretty sure that Schumacher and Mazepin are both on two year deals. I think so it's, I think it is two. They buy Mazepin out though. No, because his fucking dad essentially just owns Haas Racing. Oh, yeah, he's the main sponsor, right? Yeah. Yes, like, like, I get here. So Haas obviously has a team in NASCAR, and they're run by Gene Haas and all this sort of shit. When you, it's very tough to say no to a Russian oligarch. I'll, I'll just, I'll be honest with that. It's very much, it's very tough to say no. We don't want your hundreds of millions of dollars. In, infused in our team um i was thinking more on the lines of the fia though not not of course they're not going to drop him but there's licenses you gotta keep if he hits that i team. know they he's gonna he's gonna kill someone yeah I'm and sure. then but here's the problem that's the whole thing with like fia and f1 it's like it's when he kills somebody that they're gonna say mm-hmm. actually now you can't race anymore like instead of just being probably won't be long though <laughs> Even his teammate. <laughs> yeah, even his teammate is uh, fuck. Um, I saw they were having like a disagreement during the race, and I, I didn't see that during the race. Do you know what that was about? That was on the final lap when like Schumacher was trying to pass him, and then Mazepin just cut him off, and then Schumacher's just like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Like over he, like, team radio. He like defended and like turned right a bit while it's Schumacher like- was passing on the right. And then Schumacher just lost it. It was like a Bottas Russell thing at Imola, essentially. It's kind, of, it, it's kind of what it was. Except and no crash. No crash. You notice on the straights, whenever Mazepin's defending, he does the double move. I don't know if he knows how to control the vehicle, if I'm being honest. I don't know if he exactly knows how to control the Haas. Um, least favorite drivers, are we all in unison? We've just been talking about him. Are we all in unison? Or do we have other least favorite drivers? Um <laughs> Mazepin, I'll just say it. Mazepin's my least favorite driver. Dickhead, shithead. Okay. I'll call him whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, it's my podcast, so I can do what I want. But pretty much, I I can fucking live without Nikita Mazepin on my television. I part oh. of me actually, part of I will say, part of me actually wishes they would show Mazepin more. Like I want to see him like a second and a half behind Schumacher, and just like the commentary team just being like, "How the fuck did he get that far behind his teammate without a pit stop?" <laughs> I'm kind of like Justin with Russell. Whenever uh, Schumacher behind Mazepin, I know he's trying to pass. I just turn on the camera, just watch. See, because it's so. Funny. <laughs> uh, Lee, Lee, Patrick, least favorite driver. It's 
gotta be Mazepin. Mazepin, Justin. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of Lewis, but I respect him, so I'll take Mazepin. All right. Yeah, I don't like Mazepin. I'm not a big Latifi fan, honestly. Like, I just. Well, he's only there because of the money, too. So. Yeah, yeah like, it, obviously there just because of his money, but like, really just doesn't like add anything. Like, he's like, like he doesn't really have that much of a personality, in my opinion. Like, like George, like he. Like he he George is just so much better like in like the public's eye in life. like Latifi I just don't even know. We're getting a bring bring back Grosjean shout or. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually I wouldn't mind seeing. I think Grosjean's actually happy with the IndyCar experience. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't think he's hated that so far. He's making good uh, money too. Yeah, he's making pretty good money at that. Um, Latifi. The only thing I know about the TV is that is actually two things. One, dad makes a lot of fucking money. Uh, two, uh, he was wasn't he also pissed off at Mazepin, or was he pissed off at somebody else this past? No, night? not I don't know about this race, but there was a race where he he has he has gotten mad at Mazepin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Mazepin where I heard. Blue flag thing, or if it was a blue flag, that'd be fucking hilarious. If like oh, if Williams passed. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah definitely wasn't a blue fag thing take that back um all right Le- least favorite drivers then uh we'll we'll do one more on constructors underrated overrated favorite least favorite underrated uh constructor justin i'll start with you underrated constructor i have mine if you want to think Justin. Sh- sure Okay. Patrick, Patrick, we'll go with you first. I was, I was gonna go with Alpine. Their qualifying pace is just—you can't sleep on it. You know what? They're getting better. They are improving. They are getting better, and I think that's also partly because of Alonso figuring out the car as well, like exactly. the new, the new, the new Alpine. So that's that's actually. A good I pick. think Austin Martin may have the race pace, but I don't. I don't think they have it. I think, I think they're close, but they're not there yet. They'll probably figure it out. They'll probably figure it out in about half a dozen races. Like then, then they might start figuring it out. But I feel like oh, they're I'm still never betting against Ross uh, Vettel. Sorry, never betting against Vettel. <laughs> Vettel's tough. Here's the thing: I think Vettel is like he's better than his car. That's I think the one issue is that he's better than his car. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I don't think he knew when he signed that. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna be shit this year, car wise, or like our car is not gonna be as good as racing points was last year. But I don't know. I I, th- I think Alpine's a better pick than Aston Martin. But mm-hmm. Justin, do you have a, a, a underrated constructor? I think AlphaTauri is kind of underrated. Same yeah. reason as like how I saw Gasly. I think just like just in like being seen as like the second team to red bull like you kind of like overlook them and you kind of just like expect them to do bad and then they actually like pull through like in a bunch of races or they're pretty consistent at least okay well at least gasly is sunodo is like he's iffy <laughs> hey hey don't don't sleep on you you can you can you can figure it out yeah yeah and like that's why like I don't want to hate him too you know, much. You, I, know, you know that SpongeBob meme where it's like Patrick, like on top of the rock, where it's just like you go whenever you want. It's okay. No, <laughs> no, right. That's me with Yuki. It's just like it's okay. Take your time. Uh, my underrated constructor was also going to be Alpha Tower because I think they're really good. Also, their car looks really, really sick. Their livery looks yeah, that, really, like, really dark nice. navy. 
Yeah, I think that really really looks nice. Um, really, for underrated constructor, it's like between like Aston Martin, Alpha Tower, and Alpine. Alpine's like- a good. Alpine's a good pick. I just prefer Alpha Tauri, and I've been shitting on Aston Martin, so I can't really pick them as an underrated. Uh, overrated constructor. Uh, Pat, do you have an overrated constructor that you want to? It's it's so hard this year because I, I think there's bad and then there's good. There's not much in between. So overrated, I was just going going to go for Austin Martin. Maybe not as much now as the start of the year. But I think coming in, especially with their new signings and the new brand and everything, they're expecting better things. And I honestly don't think they have that good of a car. So I definitely agree. That that's was re- my re- exact same like reasoning. Like, because like last year, there was like, they looked really good. Like, especially near the end, they were like getting like podiums were really close at least. Like, they were, they come mm-hmm. at like fourth or whatever. Like, they were really close to the top. And then this year, like, we almost expect them to come at, come in as as like third maybe like possibly if they could continue that progress they were they were supposed to be fighting with mclaren and ferrari this year and they haven't i also think they got super unlucky though because they kind of got destroyed with the downpours just like mercedes yeah and then they're kind of getting destroyed with the flexible wings like rebel is so they're they're just getting knocked in every direction i feel bad a little bit but yeah I, I was going to say Mercedes is a little bit overrated just because I don't think their car is as good this year. We, and for the reasons that Patrick mentioned. Um, so that's why I, I think it, Mercedes is a little bit overrated. I kind of the same thing with Aston, Aston Martin, I think is, is, is overrated uh, a bit. Um, you think I, that Lewis is better than his car? No. No, I think they're about equal. I think the car has gotten worse, but it's like yes. it didn't go below Lewis's ability. I think I think Mercedes still has the best car. I think so too. Like I think I still I think this year it depends on the weekend. Sure, but I think if you if you're telling if you're asking me which car do I want, like even yeah, Verstappen even Verstappen said, like if you you know if Lewis and I switch cars, I'm still two tenths ahead of Lewis. Mm-hmm. Like I still think if you ask me what car do I want to drive on any given weekend, I want to take the, the uh, Mercedes. Well, I 100% agree with you. But it's obviously lost a little bit of performance this past year. Uh, and and yeah. Lewis is obviously – Lewis is still, I think, the best driver in F1 right now too. So you have the best driver with the best car. I, I don't I know how you – What would you say? So that's all you can ask for really. Well, didn't just well. What did just what did you say, Justin? Oh, I just said I think so too. I think like okay. Lewis is like Lewis is definitely like in his prime still, and I think I think the reason why like the Mercedes car doesn't look as good this year is because there there hasn't really been like a big jump like in like improvements as is like in previous years. There's been like these kind of bigger improvements that like give them a lot of time. I think that's why they're not like looking as hot this year. I think their car is still really good. There's just no like huge improvement compared to I I feel like Red Bull's kind of made some pretty good improvements in their car and that's why it makes Mercedes look a little bit worse but favorite constructors just uh Patrick I think you mentioned McLaren earlier I've always been big on McLaren all right uh Justin do you have a favorite uh constructor I still like Red Bull I think that's still my favorite constructor or Williams I like watching 
Oh God, that's such a a, a gap in talent between <laughs> Red Bull and and Williams. Okay. Um, George, <laughs> Justin, if you had to pick a second driver for Red Bull, who are you picking though? I'm actually clear. I'm curious. To like replace Perez or Max? Say, no, say the seat was empty. You can pick Perez if you want. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I would probably take Lando Norris to fill that second Red Bull seat. I'm there yeah. too. He, I was gonna say I was gonna say Leclerc, but I think Norris would give into Mersapin more, so that's better for them. Yeah, it can't be someone like too like dominating. Like it's got to be someone like a little more passive. I think. Shall I say Daniel Ricardo? No. Oh. <laughs> Twenty eighteen Daniel Ricardo is a whole different animal. Um, <laughs> I want to say almost like I, I wouldn't mind seeing Gasly back there again. I I it probably wouldn't work out. But I mean, I feel like there's also like some good potential. And I, I just feel like he was like still a little, even Christian Horner said it, like he was a little like premature being put into that position, like with all that pressure too. I think like, look, I think like because he's had this time to go back in Alphatori, he's had time to like kind of grow and like become a better, like more mature driver that he could understand his like place in the team. I don't know. I feel like they they should have done that with Alpha Tower. They should have done it with uh, Gasly and Albon this year, and because Albon's like the exact same thing, where it's just like, oh, this guy was way too prematurely, you know, put into the spot. Why don't we just put him back to Alpha Tower, and then you just have two of those guys, and that's a top five fucking team on the uh, on the constructors list, if you ask me. But yeah, not trying. They're, they're scared of. They're scared that that could end very badly. Why? Because Albon just like you know what I'm gonna I'm Albon gonna cut. Don't have the best uh, relationship. Well, no, but obviously, uh, yeah, I, I know that. But it's just like I thought you were meant scary, and like Albon's gonna like go inside on someone where he shouldn't be going inside, and like in that regards of being scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say, I think my obviously I love I love Mercedes and how and like how talented and smart they are. I think my favorite constructor might be Ferrari, which is like the New York Yankees of fucking F1, which is kind of a dick move, but like... They're like the classic, like, racist. Yeah. Like, how do you hate them? I don't know. I just, like, the red, the you know, the history with Ferrari, um, you know, they make a really nice car. I, I... I like Ferrari. I think Ferrari is going to be my favorite. Um, least favorite constructors. Haas. I think it's a joke. It's Haas. It's definitely yeah. Haas. <laughs> definitely Haas. All right. Um, do we have any predictions for the rest of the season? Any, like... Constructor or driver? Anything. Hot takes. Oh. Thoughts. Uh, yeah, like... Do you think Verstappen holds his lead in driver's title and you know gets a gets a driver's championship? Do you think Perez comes out of no no, but like actually like hot takes like I think the championship is gonna be really close, but I think Mercedes takes it just based on the fact that their car seems better fitted to most of the tracks. Singapore is out this year. That was supposed to be another good track for Red Bull. Yeah. So and plus Max Max dropping out this week was big. It really was, and that helped Mercedes a little bit. Not a lot, but a li- like, a, I mean, in terms of constructors, it, it helped, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
What am I saying? One five big points, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be close at the end. Like, it'll be uh, – I forgot what year it was. It'll be like – is that like Brazil race, Patrick, that like we watched where um, it was like – Oh, Vettel and Alonso. Yeah, it would be yeah. like that situation where like it'll just be really close in the end and like it's really hard to call, but it'll only be between those two. Like it'll just be between Mercedes and Red Bull. But I just think – I just think Mercedes just – still has that like slight advantage mm-hmm. and like they know how to like be the better team to red bull and so i think it'll i think it'll still be red bull but it, or um, mercedes but it won't be like much of a gap i don't think it'll be easy to call at the end of the season I my i i think my, my hot take i think i think Lewis wins the driver's championship. I think Mercedes wins the constructors. Mm-hmm. I think Alpine will finish ahead of Aston Martin this season in constructors, which is like right now, as we speak, a 12 point difference. Yeah. I agree with that. I like I like the I like the top five of Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, McLaren, Alpha. I I like that top mm-hmm. five. I don't think so. You know, the you don't because I, I here's the thing. I I, I think that Alpha is better than Aston, and I think they're better than, than Alpine, but I think it'll be close with Alpine and Aston. Yeah, I think I think Alpha could stay like in that like number five position ahead of those two teams as as long as like Yuki can like kind of contribute to that like help. Yeah, y- yeah. Um, because, about them though is they're so inconsistent. Yeah, that's that's why it's hard to say because. Yeah, because if you take out Baku and you take out Bahrain, I don't think they have a point, do they? Oh, oh no, sorry, Gasly will. Gasly will. I yeah, Gasly yeah. will, but Yuki, Yuki, no. Yeah. Like, there's like been races where he's gotten nothing. Mm. As, again, as much as I like Yuki and I don't like to slander him, like he has, it's kind of been like one of the <clears> worst <throat> drivers this year. Like, no offense to him, but he has like I, had moments of real, real struggle and real disappointment. I think, like, once he, like, gets, like, kind of makes a mistake, he just, like, falls into this, like, like, slot downside where, like, he just doesn't it, perform because he's so emotional. Like, when yeah. you're it's so frustrating. I do want to point out one of my races I'm most looking forward to this year. Wait, did they cancel Japan this year? No, Japan's still on. Yeah. That's one of the races I'm most looking forward to. Just, I want to see Yuki in Japan. That should be really fun. I'm I'm really excited to see Japan. I don't know if you guys have any other races. You, you again, you mentioned Japan, but any other races that you're really looking forward to? I like Austria. I think Austria is a cool circuit. I, I like Austria. Um, it's a big one for Max. Yeah, big couple big ones for Max yeah. going to, going to Austria. Back to back Austria this year, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, there should be. There are, there are, I, I think we go France next, and then two double, double Austria. I'm I'm just pulling it up right now. Uh, France, double Austria, Silverstone, Hungary, Belgium, Netherlands, <clears throat> Italy, Russia. That's that goes to September to the end of September. In, the thing is, up until Russia, I'm seeing a lot of Mercedes tracks. <laughs> yeah, the Mercedes dominant tracks for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm re- I'm really excited to see what Zandvoort's like in the Netherlands. I have no idea what that's going to be like in real life. Like I've seen like F1 2021 2020 like sims, but mm. no idea what that's going to be like in person. Have they raced there before? 
Uh, no. So basically they used to race there like 30, 40 years ago. Then they rebuilt the track and they were supposed to go back to Zanport last year, but because of COVID it didn't happen. So now they're going to Zanport this year. That'll be really good. That'll be interesting. That's just happening. I know. Um, any other fans in Austria, I just wait till. <laughs> That's a track. I'd like to go see Austria because Austria, Austria and Belgium, they look so cool. Just the location, the, 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 the trees the the tracks and stuff. That's that, that the Austria cool. track is probably like top three and F1 for me. I think, uh, uh, yeah, Austria, Austria's in my top five. I think Austria's in my top five. Belgium's up there. I like Baku a lot. Baku's actually low key really cool. Like Baku's just like it's. Really I think fun. it's a bit underrated, like how fast it is, and they have like the what is it like the super sauce or ultra mm-hmm. sauce. Yeah, and then well, it's a new race too. It's only like five years or something like that. Yeah. So I think give it another five years and then it'll be up there. I like Japan too. Japan's also yeah. I like a, Japan. I, I I like that track. Um, hmm. Even Brazil's like low key good. Um driver change predictions are we gonna this is where we're gonna do the russell mercedes talk any other predictions hot takes i gotta pull up uh what free agents look like for 2021 uh but justin do you have uh your hot take on mercedes okay you know russell i really want george to go to mercedes but I'm also realistic and I don't know if it'll happen. Like, I feel like Toto's playing games with us. Like he, like he had this meeting with George about like the crash and then like came to terms and like, they're saying how like they're really close now and stuff. But then I don't know, like, I don't know if George would get along with Lewis. That's what I'm like questioning. And obviously Toto is going to take that into consideration. Do you think they'd get along? it would work i the other question i have is toto i think is on a one-year deal too like he had to re-up his deal last year right like over the over the winter to get his deal set up with mercedes so i think he he, pardon i wasn't too worried about that one considering he owns like 30 I, I think I think he'll get renewed. <laughs> well, no, that well, no, that's just what I'm wondering. If like Mercedes is just at some point, it's just like, fuck it, you're all gone, and we're just gonna cut costs, and we're tired of of winning and all, and like we're tired, <laughs> like it, like Chicago Bulls '98, like type thing is what I'm thinking about here, of just like ah, fuck it, you're all gone. I can I, win without you guys. I don't think it would happen. That's just like, and that's the wor- and that's the worst case scenario. But I do think that Russ Russell should get the opportunity to go race at Mercedes next year if it's possible. Yeah, I want to say. What? Like next year or the year after? Yeah, next, I, if next, next year, definitely the year after. There's no he doesn't go to Mercedes as long as he doesn't sign with another team though. Then I don't think he would though. I think like the the opportunity to drive for Mercedes is just too enticing that you wouldn't do anything to fuck that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'd hold off for one more year probably still. Um, another thing, another change that I had was Pierre Gasly's out of contract at AlphaTauri. Mm-hmm. I think he could go. I, I read some articles. I think he could be going to LP. Not too sure. But is that really an upgrade? No, not at all. But I don't think he's. I don't think he re-ups with AlphaTauri just because realistically he has no shot at that Red Bull seat anymore. 
Mm. That's true. That bull's never gone back. You think he could replace Daniel at McLaren if Daniel doesn't do well? Daniel's mm. on a two-year though. Yeah, I. Like, where the could he go? Is, I, I worry <laughs> he, he could be worried that if he stays at Alphatari, he's just going to end up like uh, Alex Albon, and he'll be in what? Where even is Albon? I don't even know. He's a reserve driver. Yeah, he's a test driver. I'm pretty sure for them. Here, no, I. The thing is that I think if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think it's my thing if you're Gasly. Like if you have something if you have something going going well with Alpha Tauri and you like who you're working with with Alpha Tauri, just fuck it. Who you don't need to go anywhere else. Just stay where you are. I just don't know how much he he trusts them after like the Red Bull as organization as a whole after that whole debacle. But right? I I feel like he's also smart enough to realize that. There also isn't really anywhere up to go from there. Like, yeah, he's not going to Mercedes, right? So, no, you're on a top five team, dude. Yeah, and it's not like like, getting podiums or like he's like kind of up there. Like he is. He could win a race again this year. Like there is a possibility Mm -hmm. that he could win a like he could win a race with AlphaTauri. Like, would you rather be? I guess you're not the big man in Red Bull because you're with the the you're at the junior team. I'm also saying more so on like the Alphatari side because they'll want they'll be wanting to bring another young guy through that pipeline rather soon. That's and then so ruin and, and, ru- and, and, ru- and, and then ruin that guy's career too. It's just like ah, oh, sorry, we don't really have a spot for you at. Well, Red I mean Bull. that's the Red Bull way, right? Exactly. I I'm surprised. I think I I think the Alonso deal is a two year deal, right? So Alonso has another year after this. They talked about Ocon going to Mercedes because Ocon was originally a Mercedes yeah, uh, junior true. driver. I, I, I don't actually like that personally. I don't know if Ocon goes to Mercedes. I where think, no, I, yeah, I don't think he goes. But personally, I'd love to see that. <laughs> that that would be actually a, a, almost a better fit personalities wise. Like, there's no mm-hmm. cult of personality with Ocon. I think he's just like, yeah, I'll be the number two driver. I'm just happy to be here, and <laughs> I want to race for Mercedes. I think this is a really good team. And then it's just like, well, we're glad to have you, Esteban. And it's like, yeah, it's it's great to be here, and, and that that's the entire conversation. <laughs> um, any a, any other driver predictions, hot takes, like. I'd like to see Gasly stay with Alpha. I, I don't know if he really wants to, but we'll see. I, I'd like to see Alcon stay with Alpine because I think he has an opportunity to be the, the lead man there. Um, I'll pose a question just because it's something I've been wondering personally, but do you think Leclerc passes his season high and wins with two? You have to get to three. 2019, he had two. Yeah, I don't think it's happening this year. He's gonna get unlucky, and it just won't happen. It'll it'll definitely come close. Like I think after Monaco, he's. I really well. I well, that's the thing. I don't want to write him off completely because of Monaco, because that was just like that whole the the whole Monaco thing was just really weird. Of like gearbox. Yeah, it's like gearbox, and then well, the qualifying thing was weird. Where it's like, yeah, I got fastest lap, but then I also crash, and it's just like, oh, (laughs) no one else even got an opportunity to take a fast lap. Yeah, it's like, oh, guys, I crashed. Lap two. (laughs) Oh, guys, I crashed. Oh no, it's it's not (laughs) happening anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I'll start first. I. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Leclerc will finish. uh, with three wins this year, I don't see. I think it's possible, and it'll definitely come close. But he'll, just, get, he'll get one. Okay. 
Oh yeah. I actually, think actually, him and Signs might even get one. I think Signs might get a win too. This. Year. I was thinking Leclerc could get two more, and then he won't hit the three just because he misses chance in Monaco. Probably that's probably well, how this he works. Missed a chance. It was kind of just Ferrari, but <laughs> it's unlucky. Yeah, I think Signs will win one. I don't know if I see him winning anything else because he's kind of like that support driver to Leclerc, so he'll like for the most part kind of be behind him. Mm-hmm. but i don't know it could be the same thing where like perez was the second is the second driver like helping max and then he just ends up with a podium <clears throat> you gotta watch out too because science's qualifying pace has only been like two tenths off leclerc yeah it's, it's really good he he's like even in practices he's like he's really up there like top mm-hmm. five before we go um i don't know if you guys want to talk about drive to survive if you have any predictions <laughs> for what next season is going to look like with drive to survive but we do we do have one mailbag question if you'd um, like me to if sure. if you'd like me to ask it sure um, is it about justin it's not about justin okay. it's from uh justin's friend uh syp creator kevin renata who oh. is just, who, <laughs> who's just getting into drive to survive like i think he's on like the second yeah. season now and he, uh, he, this is the only mailbag question. And he asked Daniel Ricardo, the goat question mark. Oh. He is one of the like most entertaining personable guys yeah. on, on. I'm so ready for Dustin's answer here. He's just like, I don't know. Like he's really good for like McLaren, like marketing wise, like, He's got a lot of like brand deals, like a huge that like huge Beats brand deal, and like a bunch of other, and like he's he just brings all he's got a huge fan base, like a dedicated fan base that like people are loyal to him. But he's also I don't know he just he kind of sucks, <laughs> like right. <laughs> like I'll be honest, like I I definitely I was definitely like um like expecting him, like everyone else, like I was expecting him to just come into the McLaren car and kind of kind of like pick it up a little, a little bit more than what he's doing right now. Um, especially just, I don't know. I just, I think being on, what team was he on last last year? He was on Red Bull. Yeah. I think being there, he just like, it kind of screwed him over. Like he didn't, wasn't able to like really push himself and he kind of like lost it. Like, I don't know. Like that like threw him off like a lot. That's just my opinion. I, I still, because I, I think he mentioned like a couple times last year where he's like, yeah, I'm still figuring out the brakes. And that was his second year with Renault. And he's like, yeah, I'm still learning the brakes on this thing. I feel like and it's he's, just a go-to excuse now. <laughs> is, that the, is, that, is, the, is that the Lewis Hamilton's, hey guys, my tires are shot uh, for <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo. The, yeah, guys, my brakes aren't doing too well here. It's in a fastest lap. ricardo did manage to put podium like get podiums Mm -hmm. in a reno which i mean not 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 often though and it wasn't very consistent it took a while that two podium that's something i mean getting a podium in a reno that's true i restarted watching drive to survive like just last week because justin was convincing me to do it (laughs) and that first season seeing daniel ricardo on red bull I, I just want to see him do well again. I, I love him. <laughs> that was a terrible was decision. So for him to leave. I just like, I know he was unhappy, like, and like, it probably like mentally, it probably was the smart decision for him. But like career wise, it, it, it does just make sense to stay in Red Bull. And like, he did really suit that Red Bull image too. That like outgoing, really exciting, like guy, like that is Daniel. 
like that makes sense and I think to a degree max too I think that combo really does work and like even like outsider races they they did like seem to get along really well it's just like I think they're just both like too competitive and they get so like emotionally like invested and passionate about racing that like it ends up screwing them over because they don't get along and they can't work together you're exactly right dude and literally he fit that red bull car to a t mm -hmm. driving style just on the edge aggressive yeah, late breaking every time yeah, like, it makes sense just the way he drove it i don't think anyone's been able to match it since and i think that's been the detriment of ghastly elbow and all of them so yeah, he made them. He made every other person look bad after that because he expected them to do like equally or better than Daniel. But then he just like, like, how do you compete with Daniel? Like, he's just like he's got more years, and he's just like, it just like that's that car just suits him so much better. Did you see that interview uh, uh, Perez did a couple weeks ago? I think it was after, I think it was after Spain. Where he was saying like he's literally having to relearn how to drive an F1 car because this Red Bull car is just so unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's why one of my biggest surprises of the year was Perez winning that title because I wasn't not title, sorry, the race because I wasn't sure he was even going to be good this year. I think well, yeah. I think he I think he said he's like give me six you know give me six races in this Red Bull and I'll figure it out and then you could start like having expectations and he won a race in the seventh. So well, it's just funny because Ricardo said he needs eleven races. So. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that just that must mean that the McLaren. The other thing with McLaren too is that McLaren is switching from Red Bull to Mercedes, right? Like, pow, like powertrain, so like, not for nothing. Um, but I mean, I guess that just means that McLaren is more difficult than the Red Bull. It's a tougher car to drive. I guess is what what that tells me. Or is it telling us Perez is a better driver? Hey, man, you know what? I, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, anyways, uh, that's the mailbag. That's the podcast. Any other final thoughts or takeaways? I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this, but any final thoughts, takeaways before we head out here? Do we think George Russell gets a point this, <laughs> this season? Oh, we've had this combo. You know <laughs> I think he will. I think he will. How many? One. One sing I think he'll get one singular. He'll get a 10th place finish. Here, okay, my hot takes. My hot takes to end this. I I think Signs will get a victory this season. Mm -hmm. I don't know when. I don't know where. It might be. It might be one of those weird Russian races. Surprise, like with Perez. Like you just won't expect it. You won't expect it. Some shit will take place during a race, and Signs will win. Um, he he'll be motivated after Monza, you know, because of Gasly winning there last year with Signs and McLaren. So maybe Monza, he'll be motivated. George Russell gets a singular point this season he'll get a 10th place finish i think he could do two probably probably at the, probably in the same place that signs wins the race russell will finish in the in the top 10 because that's just how that works it seems like justin for two points do you mean two 10th places or one ninth place i think he'll get a ninth place that's what i'm thinking because okay. if, right. if things are going wrong they're really going to go wrong <laughs> and that's where he comes. that's actually that's actually probably not a horrible bet like so i feel like driver dnf race or Oh, maybe <laughs> i feel like like those midfielders will have like some serious problems one race like that alpha not maybe not alpha tory but like the aston martin like alpine the, the, the alpha alpha romeos yeah and that too and then um he'll just slide in there and take two points and then my other uh what was the other hot take i i had uh about uh what was it uh alpine finishing ahead of aston martin and constructors this year not ahead of Alpha Tauri, but ahead of uh, Aston Martin. I think Alpine will finish ahead. Uh, 
finish if you guys got anything to add before we head out here say your say your last words I don't know. I just had one more hot take. I don't think Lando Norris wins a race this year. That's all I'm saying. Oh, oh. I think I think for him to win a race, he needs Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes to drop, and I don't think they will. Yeah, I don't think. I agree. I think he can get seconds for sure. Seconds and thirds. But I just I don't see him winning. I feel like it would have to be really unlucky on like the Mercedes Ferrari's side for him to like well i just don't think he's able to like, compete with those like more experienced drivers still i don't think he, i think with time he could like there's definitely the potential for but as of now i don't think he's got the experience to like fight with like lewis for a pole position right now exactly what do you think about that Ian? i i think lana will win a, will win a race at some point this season too i i I guess I'm just going all crazy with non Red Bull and non Mercedes drivers winning races here, but I mean, I, I'm always wrong. He's in my fantasy team. No, here's the thing. Lando's on my fantasy team too. And I just, I think Lando has a better shot to win a race than Sainz does, but really? Yeah, I think so. I no, I, no, I think, I think Lando, here's the thing. I think Lando has, you know, has improved this season. He's got a couple podiums. Mm-hmm. If he can, if you can figure it out in, in near the top of the pack, the, the, here's the thing. The McLaren car is still good. It's not like the McLaren car is shit either. I think Lando can figure it out and he can get a race <clears throat> at some point. Do you think he'll, do you think he'll win it from being lucky or is he like really going to like overtake Lewis? Probably being, probably being lucky. I mean, well, here's the thing. No, I don't think anybody outside, maybe Ferrari, but nobody outside of, Mercedes or Red Bull are winning a race on pure car or pure skill. I think the and, only one up five would be Leclerc. Yeah, I think Leclerc. And again, I say that's. that's I, I, I say maybe Ferrari, and Ferrari's a bit of a stretch. But yeah. like maybe Ferrari. But outside of those guys, if if you're not a Mercedes or if you're not a Mercedes and you're not a Red Bull, you're probably not winning on your skill as a driver or the skill of your car. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm still gonna get up at fucking six in the morning to watch the French Grand Prix at Paul Ricard, which apparently is gonna be real dog shit. Is that this weekend or next weekend? Next weekend. It's supposed to be Canada this weekend. That's why I originally wanted to do the pod this week was because they're supposed to be Canada, and now there is no Canadian Grand Prix. Which uh, it's, it's good we got the no race this weekend, so we can watch the Euros. I'm I'm not watching the Euros, but Dude, just, uh, who's your Euros pick? You can't not pick France, but I'm going for England. Oh God, uh, I should probably end the podcast there. Uh, that that that's the pod. Uh, thank you very much to Justin and Patrick for coming on. I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. It's been great. Uh, basically, if you're watching us on YouTube, you got to like and subscribe because you know we have a YouTube channel. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I think it's subscribe for Apple Podcasts and it's follow for Spotify. I'm not on Spotify. Well, I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm not on Spotify anymore, so I can't remember. Um, and then uh, pretty much check out the website this week. I got an article on UFC 263, which is happening Saturday night. Adesanya Vittori coming out. Should be great. Thank you very much for listening. Much appreciated. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>